This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Jo. I am a registered dietitian and a certified intuitive eating counsellor, and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. Thank you for joining me for another episode and thank you for giving me a day off last week. I didn't bring out a new episode on Monday just gone because I was moving into a new apartment here in Boston. It took about two full days to get completely set up and after those two days I reflected and I realised that while I was moving and getting the apartment ready, I hadn't eaten a square meal in those two days. I was I was surviving on snack foods, pieces of toast, random pieces of fruit or chocolate here and there, but I didn't have a square meal. And that's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with not having meals. But I know that my body works best when I feed it regular meals. So when the move was complete, the first thing that I did was start to think about prepping some meals for the next few days to get back into eating regular meals. And so I thought I would talk a bit about how to meal prep when you struggle with binge eating in this episode. Just my usual disclaimer, please don't take any health advice from this podcast or any podcast. Always seek the advice of your healthcare professional, such as your doctor or nurse. When I talk about meal prepping in this episode, I mean prepping for the future. I don't mean just preparing a meal before you eat it. I mean that you're preparing your meals so that you have them ready to eat at some point in the future. It could be later today, it could be tomorrow, it could be for the rest of the week. And you may be wondering, well, how are the two linked? How is binge eating and meal prepping linked? Why would I struggle with meal prepping just because I binge eat? And the thing is that meal prepping can be really triggering for some people. It can really spark off a binge. I'll give you an example from my binge eating days. When I struggled with binge eating, I used to prepare my lunches at the beginning of the week. So I would make five lunches in one go. And as part of this lunch, I would include a certain number of grapes in my lunchbox. And I would count out those grapes, wrap them in cling film and put them in the lunchbox. And when my prepping was all done, it was all there in the fridge, really tidily laid out Monday to Friday, my lunches. After that was done, I would go and try and distract myself by not doing something relating to food. I'd go watch TV or something. And I would jump up from the couch probably once every three minutes and go get a fistful of grapes. And I'd first start off by eating half of Monday's grape portion. And then I'd go back on the couch, and about three minutes later, I'd jump up again and have the rest of Monday's grapes. And I'd say to myself, oh, well, I just won't have grapes for lunch on Monday. It's fine. Then I would do the same for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, until all the grapes were gone. And I would say to myself, okay, well, I'm just not going to have grapes at all for my lunch this week. And that's just the way it is. I have binged on them now, so I don't deserve them later in the week. So grapes are off the menu for lunch this week. So that's just a little example of how meal prepping and binge eating 
are closely linked. But the thing is, meal prepping can be really useful. And if you're like me and you find that your body works best when you eat regular meals, you really value meal prep, but you want to do it in a way that doesn't evoke binge eating. So today I'm going to give you three pieces of advice for how to meal prep when you struggle with binge eating. Tip number one is take a step back and ask yourself, why are you meal prepping? I don't know who needs to hear this, but just because you prepare your meals in advance doesn't make you a better person. Or just because you don't prepare meals in advance doesn't make you a bad person. I know there are some diet clubs and weight loss groups out there that put all this virtue on meal prepping. And by meal prepping, you are going to have a good week. You are setting yourself up for success. You are putting yourself in the best possible position to reach your goals. Meal prepping has become a kind of dieting tool and it may just have become your norm to meal prep every single week. But I want you to ask yourself now, now that you are moving away from dieting and towards recovery from binge eating, I want you to ask yourself, do you actually like preparing meals in advance? Because there are many, many people who don't enjoy food that has been made days ago and has to be reheated. And if any kind of diet plan or, I don't know, Instagram coach, weight loss guru is telling you that, that's all nonsense. I want you to only prepare meals in advance if you, one, actually like the food that you're preparing, two, you don't mind having to reheat meals that were was made a few days in advance, and three, If you find that meal prep really does enhance your week, it saves you time, it helps you to better feed your body and you wouldn't be able to feed your body as well if you didn't meal prep. I really want you to tap into your intentions for meal prep and this is your permission to not do it anymore or at least not do it to the extent that you've done it in the past if you need to. If you want to, if you don't see meal prepping in your future, if it's not something that resonates with you, that lines up with your life, then you have my permission to not do it anymore. Or maybe you have decided that you just don't want to meal prep to such an extreme anymore. You don't want to meal prep every single meal. Maybe you have gotten into the habit of preparing three meals a day for five days in in advance and therefore any meal that you have outside of that is outside of what you've planned and therefore you might see it as being a failure that you've let yourself down, that you haven't stuck to the meals that you have prepared, that you've wasted food, that you've wasted money and that you've gone off your plan. Maybe you do find meal prep advantageous, but it's just that you have done it to such an extreme that it's become too restrictive. If you are imagining a life without binge eating, and these episodes are really striking a chord with you, but you still don't know where to begin, you still don't know how to stop, well, good news, my binge eating recovery program is for you. Please know that stopping binge eating is possible with the right guidance. Take it from me, I have guided many others in the same boat as you are in right now. Away from a chaotic relationship with eating, 
to finally feeling calm and relaxed around food without the constant worry that the next binge is just around the corner. Now I'm bringing you the same strategy to stop binge eating, but in a format that is a fraction of the price of private coaching. From getting to grips with why you binge to adapting a new way of eating that means that you won't be second guessing every food choice anymore and you won't be starting a new plan every single Monday. You will be able to enjoy the foods that you used to binge on without binging on them anymore. Alongside the structured lessons, which by the way are a similar length to podcast episodes so you can pop it in your ears and listen on the go. You will tailor the program to you with a 90-page workbook with all of the tools that you need. And we will troubleshoot any concerns that you have with live Q&A sessions over Zoom. You can ask me your questions live, or if you're not ready to talk openly about binge eating, that's okay, I've been there too. You can pre-submit them and catch up later. This expert-guided, self-paced program will enrich your relationship with food in so many ways. Go to the link in the description of this episode for immediate access to start today. I'll see you in there. Now, back to the episode. If I'm speaking to you right now, think about some actions that you can take to still prepare some foods in advance, but without being locked into a restrictive plan that you've created for yourself by meal prepping every single meal. So to give you some examples, you may just decide to prepare the vegetables in advance. So you could peel garlic or chop peppers or wash broccoli or sprouts or whatever that you're having to have that prepared in advance, but not actually going through with cooking it and incorporating it into a meal. Or this might be as simple as making sure that you have the foods in the fridge at the beginning of the week so that you can cook when the time comes to it. Or you could simply just grate cheese in advance so that you know that you have grated cheese for your mac and cheese later in the week. When you do this exercise and you ask yourself about your intention behind meal prepping, It may dawn on you that even though you really value having dinner prepared, you're not really that bothered about having breakfast prepared. And in fact, you would like to leave breakfast open to eat whatever you want, depending on how you're feeling that morning or that afternoon. Don't leave this step out. Take it meal by meal. Ask yourself, what is my intention behind prepping in advance breakfast, lunch, dinner? or whatever you do prepare, whether that's brunch or tea or whatever meals that you prepare in advance, ask yourself your intention of why. Tip number two is to be really flexible. What happens if Tuesday comes around and you're staring at the meal that you have prepared for dinner on Tuesday and you realize that this meal doesn't appeal to you today, you're not in the humor for it, and you really don't want to eat it. What do you do in that situation? Do you grin and bear it and eat it anyway and just get through it? Or do you say to yourself, I'm just going to not eat this and I'm going to make myself something else that I want that actually appeals to me and that will make me feel satisfied? Probably you're in the first camp and a lot of the time I would be as well. I would just grin and bear it and say the food is there, I might as well just eat it. But the thing is, when you struggle with binge eating, this might contribute to a binge later down the line. My advice to you is, instead of preparing the entire meal in advance, see if you can prepare about 70% of it. 
and leave that extra 30% as a way to be creative, to add in something that you are in the mood for, that you're hankering for, that you're craving. To give you an example, this might look like cooking up some sausages in advance, but leaving it until the mealtime, until the day that you're going to eat the sausages to decide what you're going to put with them. So you might decide to put it in a sandwich, you might decide to add some eggs and some beans and have like a breakfast type situation, or you might decide to chop them up and add them into a pasta sauce. It's really important that you give yourself options, that you don't pigeonhole yourself into saying you're going to eat a sausage and pasta dish on Tuesday and if you don't, you're a failure. Because if Tuesday comes around and you're not in the mood for the dish that you've created, you're going to feel like a failure. You're going to feel like you've wasted the food. And I wouldn't be at all surprised if that triggered you to binge eat that night. Tip number three is to do a big overhaul of all the meals that you are prepping. If you have meal prepped before, I bet that it has been related to being on a diet. So you may be used to prepping some pretty boring, pretty diety meals. Now is your opportunity to continue to meal prep of meals and foods that you actually really enjoy. Now, it doesn't have to be from a cookbook. It doesn't have to be some crazy elaborate meal. A meal is a meal if it contains a carbohydrate, a protein, a fat source, and maybe a fruit or vegetable if it's appropriate. That is what a meal is. It doesn't have to be from a cookbook. It doesn't have to be something really elaborate. But now is your time to focus on the meals that you're having, the meals that you're preparing, and seeing if they are truly satisfying you or if they are a little bit boring and a little bit diety. And these boring and diety meals, they may be a good inspiration for some meals that you can start with. So for example, I always hear about a diety lasagna that uses cork instead of a cheese sauce. There's nothing wrong with lasagna. Lasagna is a great meal. It's a perfect meal. But if you're used to making this diety version and you always find that it's unsatisfying, it just leads you to being extra hungry, leads to binges down the line, why not make a lasagna, but make a lasagna how it's supposed to be made without having any kind of substitutions? Unfortunately, meal prep has become synonymous with dieting. It has been hijacked by diet culture and we need to claim it back because Meal prep is really valuable. It can save so much time during the week. Sometimes it means that you can feed yourself in a way that feels best to you. And overall, it can just help to make our lives a little bit easier. So just to go over my three tips for meal prepping when you struggle with binge eating, the first one is to check in with your intention about why you are meal prepping. Is it something that you did when you were dieting and you've just continued to do or is it something that you find does bring value to your life and does make things a little bit easier for yourself? Just make sure you're not doing it because that you feel you have to. Tip number two is to be super flexible and try to not create the entire meal when you're prepping it. See if you can prepare about 70% of the meal and leave the extra 30% for how you're feeling on the day. So I gave the example of the sausages. So you can make a whole range of meals depending on how you're feeling when the day that you're eating it comes around. Don't 
restrict yourself too much by pigeonholing yourself to having to eat a certain meal at a certain time because you may not feel like it when the day comes. And tip number three is to do an overhaul of the meals that you prepare because I'm guessing that a lot of them have come from your dieting days. So although you can use those dieting meals as a basis, it's really important that you make meals that are satisfying, enjoyable and ones that you will genuinely look forward to. All right, I am going to leave you there. Thank you so much for joining me. If you liked today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review on iTunes. Don't forget to come and say hi to me on Instagram. I'm at binge.eating.dietitian. Or if you don't use Instagram, you can email me at joe at antidietanswers.com. I'm going to leave you now with my 30 second cereal box book review and I will see you in the next episode. If you found this podcast helpful, you are going to greatly benefit from my binge eating recovery program. No more second guessing every food choice. No more starting a new plan every Monday. No more pacing up and down your kitchen trying to pull yourself out of a binge. Go to the link in the description of this episode for my binge eating recovery program where you can start your binge eating recovery today. Today.